Hello. Hi. How are you? We, we've missed you. Welcome back to the Down by Two podcast. I'm, I'm your host, Josh Elijah. To my right, Jesse McKay, a.k.a. Birdman. Hello. Damn. It, hello. Hello. How are Hi. you? <laughs> dude, it, that one in a while. It's, it's been a minute. And dude, I got to say, it feels so good to be able to get back on and mm-hmm. uh, do what we love doing here at the Down by Two podcast and uh, just talk sports, talk about each other, talk about life in general and and obviously sports and uh sprinkling a bit of bets man it's uh uh for all our listeners um out there thank you for you know just showing a bit of support um not going to dwell on things it's 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 been uh it's been a crazy few months um for me personally and uh and bird i'm I'm sure the same for you as well you know life life just sometimes just not even hands you lemons they they whip them like it's it, it can just be it can be really crazy and things can just change at the drop of a drop of a hat but you know what um you pivot you figure things out and um i just gotta say man it's it's super great to be back here um and uh on on the show and and chatting with you buddy i love you and i've missed you man yeah i love you too man and uh yeah man uh and sometimes you don't know how to make lemonade out of those lemons you know you gotta just uh throw them throw them aside for a bit and figure out what to do you're out um, of sugar, so you can't make lemonade, and so you might as well just squeeze it into a drink. Some lemon water, like I guess I don't know. Okay. With the, mixed with a stiff amount of vodka, that's oh, for damn sure. Need that. Need that. Man, good to be back though. Here we are. It's good to be back on the network with with Cryer Media. Good to be back with our boys over at Yup Beer and and Bet Stamp and all of it. It's the the gang's back together. It's been it's been three months. Three months, and you know what? I mean, um, not for nothing, but um, just to acknowledge, um, you know, the, the passing of my of my father-in-law, Rob McClung. Um, you know, just uh, you know, it, it was just it was it was tough. It is still it is still tough. He was a big fan of the show, um, so I I, I I can't go on without giving him a shout out. So shout out to you, Rob. I mean, like man. Rest in peace. It's uh, you're going to be severely missed. But uh, man, he he loved this show, and he would he would always like listen to it in the garage and show his friends and stuff. And then you know if it wasn't a show night, then he would just be like, "Hey, what do you got?" And then yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, I don't know. He'd uh, give you take. his hot takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I think it's the under. And then we'd go. We'd, I'm like, all right, let's yeah. go with the under. And then <laughs> and then if it would hit, he'd just be like, nice one. But if it would miss, he'd be like, nice one. And it's just like no, no, no. We lost Rob, so it's uh, it's okay. And we always we always uh, put down on the the Jays fifty uh, fifty tickets. So uh, I bought one for him too. So uh, really looking forward to that million dollar prize. So uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll see how that unveils. But man, just wanted to say shout out Rob. We miss you and love you. Um, with that being said, I mean, with taking three months off uh, and figuring out life shit, um, you know, it's 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 crazy because uh, we've missed. Uh, a ton of oh, sports. Man. All so the, all the sports happened that we were talking January. about last summer. That we were oh, like, oh, I can't wait. Can't, can't wait. wait for basketball. Can't wait. It's for the hockey. middle of July, and oh, we are man. tired of baseball. I mean, like we love baseball. Yeah. We we do. We do. Uh, but, but like, it's man, just 162 games of it. It's it, it gets tired. tired of watching the Diamondbacks and Rockies. Like, I don't want yeah. to watch these teams right now. <laughs> it's just like, please, I need the NFL. I need something. And then we missed three months. We yeah. missed three months. It's yeah. crazy. Almost a whole um, season. 
a lot's happened. I, I got a new so much happened studio. Like it looks this fantastic. Is, <laughs> this is crazy. Um, I love it. I'm surprised yeah. you put up a Iverson jersey after that encounter, though. You know, like I mean, would you so not have I, gotten rid of that? Never, never meet your idols, right? <laughs> they say you don't meet your idols. You just remember to not meet them. Uh, no, man, that's for that's for our boy Jeff Beaton. That's his that's True. his jersey. So it's, yes, you know, yes. Uh, just a little. Just a little, uh, you know, a wall of memories. This is uh, this is my father-in-law's uh, uh, London Knights piece that he got me as well, and then uh, and then that's our boy Jeffy. Um, so we're putting it up there, always just sort of a tribute to uh, the ones that we love and the ones that we've lost, you know. Yeah, so of course, that's it. But you know, um, with that being said, um, you know, uh, let's 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 <laughs> in a nutshell try and wrap up the craziness that has happened over the three months. Let's start with the Toronto Raptors, uh. Birdman. Where do you talk to me begin, i mean we 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 have hour-long conversations oh yeah um, all the time about this and, and just vent um yeah whenever something major happens it's like immediately have to call josh or dude. you call me and it's like um dude so you obviously saw this right <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah it's, and then we uh, basically have a podcast over the phone <laughs> and, then, and then we just it was like fuck, we should have recorded this like yeah it's, uh, Oh man, but oh, yeah, man. there's there's Where lots of chat. I mean, let's 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 just talk about some of the facts and like you know, even just the play in game um and leading up to it. Um the very not, mediocre season. It's a mid such a mid season. Yeah. Um and like very underwhelming, obviously. We're not gonna harp too much and, and dwell on the, the Nick Nurse comments that he made in the presser leading up to that, but it definitely played a factor. That is not it's gotta be. I know, like the front office was not happy with that. It's like, dude, you're about to lead lead your team into the play in tournament and possibly the playoffs, and you know, you're already looking to the time after that. Like that's just not that's not a good precedent to set to these guys that are also just like what the hell is going on this year? Like we're better than this, you know, like, yeah, it's just, it's confusing. It doesn't give you a lot of confidence. Right. So I can see why they would be pissed off about that. And it definitely played a factor in the decision. I would say, I mean, you look in, you look in retrospect and you know, you look at some of his and go back and watch his um, preseason uh, pressers and, and what have you. And he gives you a lot of hope and, you know, just say, Hey, we, we built a lot. And some may look back at last season, um, before when we made it to the playoffs and were ultimately uh, eliminated by the Philadelphia 76ers, that there was a lot to be able to build on. And it, it definitely reflected a little bit of that. But, you know, maybe just in retrospect now, it kind of just looks like it's the same sort of mumbo jumbo that he that he gives every year. And it makes you really question, like, you know, was he was he able to do everything that he did with this team uh, if it wasn't for Kawhi? You know, I mean, being able to get that championship because it was just a steady decline after that. I mean, a lot of bright spots and it was very up and with down. like Pascal and, and Fred and what have you. And then the Tampa year. I mean, there's just a lot of up and well, down, dude, obviously. You got, you got the year after Kawhi was surprise. It was, it was a great year. They got 50 something wins, I think. Mm-hmm. And then coach of the year. Yep. Coach of the year. Then down year in Tampa last year. Oh, not too bad. 48 wins. Surprise. This year, kind of, kind of a down year, right? So it's been 41. very up and down. Not a lot of consistency, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so was that championship year really just, you know, the, you know, perfect mesh of people at the right time? And yeah. that's all it was, you know? And it kind of leads you to believe that where, 
you know, going into the season, you were like, oh no, this, the squad is good. Like it, you know, we can move on from something like that and still come out on top. And it's like, you know, maybe that is the case. Maybe not. Maybe it's just, they need a new voice in the room. Right. So. So that was going to be my next question. Do you think that he uh, lost the locker room a bit there? And then that's, that's where they've just ended up being really, really mid. Yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, you look back at like, you know, Fred this year, just, he looks like somebody's grandpa just yelling at kids to get off their lawn. Like, he's just like always pissed and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You no, know what I, I mean? Like, I know just, exactly what you mean. That was just a and like, picture to paint. Uh, like, yeah. And Scotty is the, the kid getting off his lawn, you know, just like, I just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just feel like those guys kind of tuned him out because they were probably sick of it. You know, oh, just, man, yeah. and like some of the plays he would run were like so questionable and you're just like, that's not the Nick Nurse of, of old, I guess you would say. Because like, he's amazing at his X's and O's and you know, yeah. he was a total gangster for busting out the box in 1D, um, you know, in that playoff run as well, the championship run. I he's like it, hats off to you, Nick. Thank you for bringing a chip to Toronto as well and being an instrumental part of, of that. Of course, but, not, not talking down on him at all. And you know, like he said, ten years is a good run. And uh, let me go um, to, to to my next spot, which you know, I guess uh, is going to be Houston, Houston. And it's yeah. just yeah. Uh, hello, Amy Adoku, and uh, yeah, yeah so good luck. With have that. fun in Charlotte, I guess. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like man, oh, man I, that, I could totally see him doing that. That, that well, I mean. It's like who who's the next coach then? Because Udoko is like very highly regarded, I guess. In the, by the maybe he just goes well. to Detroit and then uh, we promote Adrian Griffin and uh, then we win a championship, just like the last time, right? So right, right. <laughs> it's just you history. never know. <laughs> but he has to go to Detroit, otherwise we don't yeah, win a championship. Of course, I mean, the, um, hey, the spot's uh, vacant, right? It's available. Yeah. So yeah. Oh man, that would be funny. Um, any any um aspirations or any sort of positive outlook uh, going into next year. And, you know, there are a lot of questions about, you know, what they're going to do with some of their key players, you know, the, the cornerstones of Fred and Pascal, are they going to blow it up? Scotty Barnes, obviously it seems to be the only untouchable player. Um, we think that maybe Gary Trent Jr. has played his last game in Toronto, um, yeah. but it seems like there are some, there are some, uh, some players that have, you know, had their, had their time is up in, in Toronto. And that was evident with the 19 or 18 point loss um uh with chicago coming back and beating us in that play-in game so um what are your what are your thoughts and any positivity going into the new year um i mean i'm happy that we've got a couple of our key guys locked up still on relatively good deals like still got scotty still got og still got pascal you know with with those guys we can still be a competitive team i mean do you want to tie yourself down with Fred? I mean, I love the guy, but I just, he looked a little lost out there sometimes and maybe a little too overconfident. And it's like, maybe he's not that guy. Like, so do you really want to mortgage your, your cap space and your, your future with, with someone like that? Who, I mean, he's 29. He's still got some great years ahead of him, mm -hmm. but do you transition? I know you're asking me the question, but <laughs> do you transition to the younger squad or like, like, I don't know that that's the question where I'm really 
kind of confused. Well, what, what is the younger squad? That is the that's right. the, like it's Scotty, and then we just don't that's actually a, have a point guard. And what what that's leads the me problem. to we don't it, it, it looks it looks like we obviously and you look at some of some of these crazy stats that jump out and like like you look at Pascal Siakam and Fred VanVleet, they lead the league in numbers or minutes played, sorry, minutes played. Yeah. And that's that's directly because of Nick Nurse. So now that Nick Nurse is out of the fold, how much right. does Masai actually try and keep this core together? Um, because he said it himself, he doesn't think that they're too far off from a championship, from a squad mm-hmm. that could actually contend. So potentially this just wasn't the right coach in the in, uh, for, for this squad as it's, as it's constructed. Um, so maybe they try and retain and be like, all right, no, we have faith in these players and we want to see them succeed. Um, maybe it's just with a little bit of, you know, a little bit of guidance and, you know, it's, I don't know. It it could just be Adrian Griffin or, or whoever they decide to bring in at the, at the coaching position. But, um, yeah, it is, it is interesting. Uh, You need a point guard. I mean, point Scotty is great to be able to throw out at teams as an option, but he's not your starting point guard. So no. Um, and Malachi is just not going to cut it. I'm sorry. No, Maliki. No, no, no Maliki. No. Um, um, but the thing, the thing also is like the bench, like they were basically a zero on offense when you put them out there. Right. And I think that's why he relied on the starters so much. And you saw their minutes skyrocket. Cause it's like, as soon as he puts them out there, they're, they're not doing anything. They're not helping us win. So maybe that's where you build a little bit more is the bench and mm. you know rest those starters a little more and maybe it equals out a bit more like yeah they need to add the that depth. they've always been a deep team and they, they need to go back yeah. to the depth that they've had like our because... bench was pretty shit and it was bad honesty. yeah i mean like we are only playing uh boucher and and gary when he's coming off the bench as well and that's literally it i mean coloco is not seeing the developing minutes um it seems like a team that needs to develop and uh they were just they were really stuck man to be ninth like that's that's hard dude when and, you throw will barton in there as a guy to eat minutes because you literally have no one else like that says a lot in my opinion. Man, yeah, he, he's he's. I was really hoping to get like old Will Barton, um, old Willy Billy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, but for back in back in Denver, but um, I think those years are behind him. But anyways, yeah. Raptors. I'm, there's a whole off season. He talked. Mm-hmm. He talked about you know trades that you know were available at the de- at the trade deadline that he can definitely revisit in the off season. Yeah, um, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, I'm having fun watching the um, watching uh, the playoffs right now, but let's let's transition over to our Leafs because Jesus, oh, baby, wheeze right now, man. Like, to, to, like I I was watching I was watching the game with our homeboy Jesse Justin, uh, you know, podcast favorite. Um, we were watching it down four one, and it's just like, man, it, it could be the right time to put uh, sprinkle a little bit on the money line and just to see how the tides turn so much in that third because they did not look like they were interested in winning this game no. whatsoever. But then Matthews, bang, Matthews, bang. Like it was just a couple, couple quick goals just really changed the energy in that building. And then next thing you know, it's, it's tied up and, and we're going to OT. It's oh, yeah. just walk me through, man. Walk me through what you're thinking. Cause you know, it's, it's, and then we're not getting ahead of ourselves. We're not, not going to even talk about, 
you know, what, you know, potentially. No, no, no. Six don't even say it. Five, I'm it. not. I'm not. No, we're not going to talk about it. We fans um, are the most superstitious. We've people lost. Out there, so. We've lost. We, we've lost a series down 3-1 before, or up 3-1 before. So let's not even, yes. let's not go there. But talk to me about what you like. Talk to me about Samsonov in net and the core four and just having the, the kind of next man up mentality. Give it to me mm-hmm. all. Um, there's, dude, there's so much to cover. Like for me personally, like watching the game, like I was completely removed from the action in the third. I got to say, like, I... I had some work stuff come up. So I was like on my phone and just like completely disconnected from what was happening. And I, cause I was like, they see Matthew over. score. It's like, over. Cool. Yeah, I was okay. like, it's over. It was a nice like, goal. They, yeah. they don't, they don't have it tonight. Like, I think that between periods one and two, like it was very obvious, like they just didn't have it. And I've also felt that way about game three, but that's yeah. They're pulling these wins out of their asses and that that's literally what it takes to win a playoff series. Like you can't just be the better team all the time. That's it's, not it was, how it works in hockey. It was those two in Tampa and that's a tough building to play in, but yeah, sure. There's a bunch of snowbirds that are down there, but it's, a, it's, it's tough to face them on their home ice and they've been close. They've been, you know, especially just in the third with tying it up and bringing it to overtime in both cases on Saturday and uh, on Tuesday as well. But um, you really kind of look at the series as a whole and how, what an embarrassment game one was. And um, and then just, you know, a wake up call. It must have been some kind of some kind of locker room speech from someone. But there there just seems to be a, a, a huge tilt oh, since yeah. game one. Yeah, man. And dude, Morgan Riley has just been like playoff hero, like unbelievable. Big old shiner, man. Oh, I he's my boyfriend right now. I love, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Riley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and man, it's just like, like you got like, man, that's like sometimes like, I watch them and O'Reilly too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, dude, Both like, like if you watch it sometimes, and you're like, I'm not even mad at you, Hall. Like, it's like, right. Sometimes, he's, like, he's making some, he makes me so angry sometimes, but it's just like, some plays. I'm yeah. not even pissed. Yeah. And then nice to be able to set up, blocks. like, it just shows you, like, what a cohesive unit that these guys have to be able to bring up. Nice after, um, you oh know, after God. Bunting's out. So Doesn't that's, he look so good? He looks great. Oh, he man. looks great. Yeah. Dude, I saw, like, a, where I saw would a sign. Those guys, you know? I saw someone holding a sign that says, very nice. Yeah, uh, was, yeah I saw that like, one. That was my Dude. favorite. So well, Already become a fan favorite. For the for the listeners, I was at uh, Maple Leaf Square at the tailgate party that they did uh, for game two. Uh, and <laughs> the one, the one sign that this kid had, it it said, "Corey Perry doesn't recycle." <laughs> it's just like <laughs> the most PG <laughs> chirp, but it's yeah, amazing. I I, I, I I hope that's not true, Corey. That's uh, that's <laughs> right? very irresponsible of you. And uh, and, and we and Brad and I decided, uh, Brad Urich, uh, next mm. time we go, we're gonna make a, jo- a John Pooper sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. You got I just want to see your front row just yeah. <laughs> Dude, we're 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 on the the TSN uh, Instagram page on their one of their reels. This oh, is hell me, yeah. Brad and Jake and I right up front just poo. Oh. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> so oh, good man that's incredible yeah dude yeah. um it, there's a lot to be excited about um going into going into thursday as well but yeah let's not talk about the outcome let's just do what we came to do and and, and you know hopefully close out this series but here's a question for you now that bunting is back do you do you play him like Mm-mm. you used to no nope. nope i don't you don't even put him in the lineup 
if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's yeah. that's the way I look at it. I think if you get through this round, slot them in somewhere in game one, see how it goes, and go from there. But yeah. you do not throw him in. That dude is a liability right now. He just yeah. doesn't know how to keep his his uh, emotions in check, and mm-hmm. it gets the better of him. It's- he's he's tried to take on that enforcer role, and it's just like you're not that you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Trust you're me, not, you're not. You're not that, that guy. guy, pal. Yeah, trust me, you're not that guy. Yeah, who you are? That's right. <laughs> I am that guy. Um, yeah. Um, well, I don't know. It, he's he's just yeah. proven to us that he can't be trusted. So I would. Um, I, I I don't really want to talk about this, but but we just it's something that we've discussed over the phone over the last little bit and, and what have you. And and obviously with the trade deadline going on and the acquisitions that that the Leafs made and you know just definitely in in, in like. Dubis was did everything that the that the people have asked of him. A lot of people are just like, oh yeah, because it's he's if they lose round one, he's out this year as a GM. Is that the case though? If the Leafs and it's just saying if if they happen to somehow lose this series, does Dubis keep his job? Uh, I think it depends if you want to re-sign Austin Matthews or not. Uh, you got to think about it this way, like. That's a really, really good point, man. Um, like, yeah, sure, we can re-sign Matthews, no problem. But I think you have a much easier time if you keep the guy that drafted him, has that relationship with him, has developed him, seen him grow. Like, there's no doubt that they're friends. Um, you can that guy, and then you know, say you're Austin Matthews, you're like, okay, well, who's the next guy? Am I going to get along with him? What's the direction of the franchise now? Things like that. It's, it puts a bit of a cloud over that. And maybe other thoughts creep in and you're like, well, you know, maybe I'd want to go sign somewhere else. It There's looks just... pretty nice over there. Like, it's just, you don't even, you don't even want to give, let that opportunity come about. So I think you re-sign Dubas, A, he's a, He's a sick GM. He's he is. he's shown us that he can learn from his mistakes, which mm-hmm. you can't say about a lot of other people because they're yeah. so stubborn. They just stick with what they did, and they're like, "Nope, this is how it's gonna be." And this it's is work. the way it's gonna be. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think he he's he listens. Flexible. He, he, he listens. listens. Yeah. He listens to uh, the fans as well. Um, and he's cute. He's a good looking dude and he <laughs> and he yells at other fans at the arena. Good. Yeah. So yeah. With, he's not he's not above the people. Yeah. No, he's no. he's with the people. He's a good looking guy. Um <laughs> that's not an official thing. That's <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just uh, like he's he's cute. He's like and then you're like, oh well, uh he's I guess he's good. Uh, yeah, that went off <laughs> that went off the rails. <laughs> um but oh, I don't man. know. I, I say you keep him in if you want to keep Austin Matthews happy. It's that's the first that's, thing, and that's it. There there would be so much uncertainty if you if you can do this and 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 you know as Austin Matthews if you want to retain him. And I think that, that it should be a resounding yes that you want yeah. him to be a part of this organization for his entire career. Um, so yeah, you don't you don't get rid of Dubas, and yet it's a little concerning that he hasn't been extended yet. But um, you know, yeah. it's it's sort of wanting to see what I, he would do he with this year. I, th- I think so too, um, yeah. regardless. So, you know, 
prayers, Leafs fans. Let's uh, let's let's make it through Thursday. Um, and you know, there's still a lot of hockey to be played. But man, you got you got to feel excited if you're a Leafs fan right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, uh, we're not going to jump into baseball because there's just so much of the summer to be able to talk about the Blue Jays. Excited about the Blue Jays. Um, you know, there's, you know, still figuring things out at the beginning of the season. Um, but you got to like some of the pitching performances that we have. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely, we have all the time. We have all in summer the world to dive into that. To talk about that. So not even going to bother with that. But, you know, uh, let's talk about a couple picks for Thursday. We're going to keep things simple, aren't mm-hmm. we? We sure are. That's um, just, that's just, Let's let's take the Leafs on the money line, man. Um, yep. Obviously, checking out uh, checking out the best odds over on BetStamp. Uh, check out the BetStamp app. It's our boys; they always will be. Um, so we're we're constantly using the app, and you can follow along with our picks as well on the BetStamp app. But we uh, found the best odds on the money line available on Betway at minus one fifty. So let's take the Leafs money line. Let's close this out in five. Um, and then um, every game this series. Has been the over. It's been over six and a half. So why stop now? Um, it could be a real grind amount game, but um, you know, uh, at, at the end of the day, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, I've I've been hammering the over, and it's been working for me. So um, mm-hmm. six and a half, and the best odds are minus one hundred nine available over on Pinnacle. How do you like that? You like that? Yeah, I like the way it stinks. <laughs> I like the way it smells. Um, but yeah, man, thank you guys again for for tuning in. Um, gonna be bringing you lots of exciting stuff. We just got hopped off uh, another incredible interview with uh, former NFL and CFL players. Well, uh, gonna be firing up on all cylinders again, and uh, gonna be posting more articles on Cryer Media. Make sure you check out Cryer.co as well for all things DB2 related and uh, so on and so forth as well. Um, shout out to our boys over at Yup Beer. We've missed you. Ding ding. Um, but yeah, man, thanks again. Thanks for all the support. And, uh, we'll talk to you soon. We'll be back with our regular scheduled, uh, programming, but we're going to put this out. Um, and, uh, yeah, love you all. Talk to you later. DB2 bets is brought to you by BetStamp. Visit betstamp.app slash Ontario. Use promo code DB2 to find your favorite sports book and by Yup Beer award-winning craft light lager. Visit yupbeer.com to find a store near you. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. 
Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.